You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 288 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? Oh, great, Val. How are you going? Good. What's happening in Gina world? Oh, well, uh, so the world's a different place, as you know. Uh, we can't avoid uh, what's going on in the world uh, compared to when we last met uh, seven days ago. And what, what is it, the 15th of March, we're recording this episode. Uh, and so everything is changing day to day. But you know what I do when stuff but you know like this goes down? What hasn't changed? What Tiger, hasn't changed? Tiger, Tiger still wants still to be. hungry. Is still hungry. He's Tiger always hungry. Is Gina's cat, who you can probably hear yes. in the background, that and hasn't changed. He is eighteen years old, and uh, you need to, guys. You know, we cut him slack because when you get to that age, basically, you get a letter from the Queen saying that you can do whatever you like. Yeah. So when okay. he wants to speak, he can. I let him, and it's perfectly fine. But as I'm saying. At times like this, I make soup, Val, and then everything is fine. And soup feeds the soul and feeds the cats. And I've just gotten onto you, you onto this idea as well. You've been feeding yes. um, your little Rexy and Rocky uh, chicken soup as well, haven't you? Uh, bone broth, which is bone broth. suggested, yes. yes. It's, it's very, very nice. It's good uh, for well, the soul. They, they certainly think it's very, very nice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this isn't a uh, podcast about cats or about uh, bone broth. It is actually about photography. And this week we're going to be talking about how to make the most of COVID-19 quarantines and shutdowns as in yeah. coronavirus. Yes. So wherever you are in the world, you're going to be affected by this. And chances are that you will be asked to either work from home or um you know, take some time away from work. Uh, and so I want to give a positive spin to this today and give you a whole heap of things that you can do to uh, make the most of this time and uh, ways that you can improve your skills and uh, come out of this, uh, you know, as a, a better photographer, which is what this podcast is all about. But before yeah. that, Val, I've got some amazing news that I want to share. So right. I want a big, a big shout out and massive congratulations to one of our uh, gold member alumni, Natalie Finney. And uh, so you want to be a photographer podcast group family who's uh, been with us from the start. She, mm. I interviewed her maybe a couple of years ago and uh she her she has is one of the 48 finalists get this val selected mm. from 2500 entries in the mm. prestigious 2020 national portrait prize which is a Yay! huge achievement so 
congratulations, uh, Natalie. And Natalie was a gold member from 2016 to 2019 and has since gone on to create some stunning uh, portraits and uh, photo composites as well. So her work is amazing and uh, her uh, winning, uh, final winning image was uh, a portrait of her father, age 73. And she says uh, in the spiel about the image that dad moved to Australia at age 11 and lived most of his life in suburban Melbourne. Shortly before my first child was born, he set out to return to Greece and despite the nation's economic unrest and having no family there, eight years on, our visit united us and my children met their papu for the first time on the morning of our departure. His normal routine of coffee, cigarettes and radio news was accompanied by emotional conversations between the two of us. Here he reflects on how and when we will be next to be together. And it's a fantastic portrait, beautiful so leading lines. Great, and yeah, it's a, it's a great black and white shot of um, uh, Natalie's father at the dining room table looking out of the window with uh, one arm on the table, the check tablecloth, and that's the leading lines that Jean is talking about. There's a bowl of grapes near him. There's his coffee and his cigarettes. One arm's on the table. The other arm, um, he's leaning on his elbow with a cigarette in his hand and the cigarette is smoking and she's kept it is you know got the smoke billowing from it and she's captured that as well while he's looking um thoughtfully out the window and uh it's a great shot and we'll put the link in the show notes um so that you can have a look at it as well isn't it great gina yeah yeah it's amazing and you can check out uh some of the other finalists as well so congratulations yeah. to everyone and uh well done natalie amazing well done natalie achievement. And of course, Natalie is um, uh, alumni of the Gold community. And if you want to find out how uh, you can take part in the Gold community, have a listen to this. If you're wondering what it's like to be a member of the Gold community over at genomilitia.com, I asked Natalie Finney why she joined. I think the point at which I decided to turn it into a business was um, when I actually had been listening to the podcast for a while yeah. and I, I took I took the plunge and joined the Gold community without knowing too much about it and it yeah. was at, right at that point that I said, oh, I think I really think I could do something with this. Certainly um, in terms of learning for me and the technical ability, um, I have gotten so much value out of workshops online mm. and the gold community obviously all the tutorials that I have access to um, has been like completely in, invaluable to, to me and my learning I I have you know I've had some um, you know done some reading mm. books and so and so but yeah I think um, yeah online online workshops and 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 watching tutorials watching for example you, you know you going through um photo shoots and um explaining how you know why uh, why you would do this or why you wouldn't necessarily choose that setting and um all of that has been like yeah an absolute world of wonder for me if you'd like to find out more about the gold community just go to genomilitia.com and click on join the community all right, so let's move on to this week's topic, how to make the most of the COVID-19 quarantines and shutdowns if you're a photographer. Yeah. This is a great topic, Gina. What 
Where do you start on this? All right, so chances are, no matter where you are in the world, you're going to have to change for the next little while the way that you do work. So you may no longer be commuting to work um, and uh, or you may be... And it's uh, probably only for the next couple of weeks. For the next, so. next little while, let's say. And then um, you may be... Uh, some, some countries have already asked people to stay home. So you're at home and you've also now picked up that extra time now let's think about this Val the average person when they're commuting to work the average commute would be somewhere between half an hour to an hour and a half so you've now picked up that extra time as well so um, this is something that uh, you can use to your advantage because you've now got that extra time to do a lot of stuff that you would normally wouldn't have time to do because you're running around, you've got to take kids to sport, which for the next little while you won't be doing either. So a lot of us are going to have a lot of extra time on our hands. Now, first of all, I just want to deal with, because uh, a lot of a lot of photographers that listen to this podcast, photography might be their side hustle. There's also mm. quite a few where photography is going to be their full-time gig. So first of all, I just want to address uh, all the, the freelancers who are uh, working on basically everyone. First of all, I want to just make sure, and we just had a little chat on about this on air, um, mm. just to, 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 to make sure that uh, the information that you are collecting is good and reliable information and I actually encourage everyone to not not get your information from Facebook Facebook is a great resource to chat to your auntie Jan and your school friends and the like it is not it is the worst resource to get information because it's just absolute caca kaka information that you get off facebook it's made up and it's uh it's the majority of it is just hysteria and fake news so instead of uh looking to facebook for your news go to reliable sources like the abc the bbc uh where credible journalists are reporting not um, Jan from accounts who's just posting hysteria so that's where you get your information and I think change your you know when you open Google does yours go to a news feed Val when you open up your Google or do you go to photos I've got mine set to 500 no. pics and so I look at beautiful images when I open up my Google mm-hmm. search some people have a news search engine uh, I want to um, give everyone an alternative and uh, go to good news outlets so there is good news network.org if you click on that all they report on is positive news where you know this person survived from this disease or this person is doing wonderful work there's a story that I just read about a girl who decided to um, uh, deliver uh, groceries to to the elderly so good news stories fill your day up with that rather than um, feeding off the hysteria and the hype that Facebook mm. is going to give that's really good for your uh, mental health so you want to take care of that because uh, just as like you know getting something like uh, corona is like viruses are contagious so is fear fear is contagious so let's spread uh hope and love instead of um fear and hysteria and that's uh good for everyone so um 
I think that's very important. So also another thing is keep connected with uh, Facebook groups. Come and join our Facebook group, the So You Want to Be a Photographer Facebook group, and I want to see you posting your images. I'm going to be in there a lot more uh, over the next few weeks and uh, trying to help you guys as much as you can and trying to maybe I'll be uh, posting a couple of uh, uh, Lightroom tutorials as well for the uh, So You Want to Be a Photographer uh, Facebook group community for the gold members as well. Well, um, I'm working out a way to do uh, some more Facebook lives for you guys as well during this time so that we can use this time in a positive way to um, get more education and improve our skills. So um, for that uh, as well, for the freelancers, what I am suggesting, and, and this is like, it's a cyclical thing. There, these things happen, but we always bounce back. Now, in my 30 years of business, I've been through um, about three or four downturns like this. Yeah. And so they happen. But guess what? After, the, after something like this, there is then a boom time. So I want you to focus on that and know that there will be a boom time. And when it comes, guys... I want you to be ready. So some things that you can be thinking about now is um, looking to diversify your skills. So freelancers, full-time photographers, use this time now to upgrade your skills and also diversify. So if you're the kind of photographer that was only shooting weddings, I want you to think about how you can um, diversify your skills so you can um, extend to shooting uh, portraits, family portraits portraits as well and also how you can break into the commercial industry so you want to be uh, learning how to master um, also as well use this time to work on mastering photoshop and your Lightroom mm. skills because there are a lot of photographers that they're, they're, they're working photographers but they're outsourcing a lot of their retouching and yeah. they're also only doing minimal editing to their images now If you want to make the big bucks in photography, you want to be the kind of photographer that they know is going to be able to work with, say, uh, all right, we need a whole heap of our team photographed, but we can only photograph the team at all different times and then that shot needs to be comped together. So that's not going to be left to the average, you know, photographer at the bottom of the triangle. So when I talk about the triangle, I say at the bottom end are the, the thousands and thousands of, you know, a- average photographers. You want to be at the pointy end that where, where you're more um, experienced and have these greater skills. So, you know, use this time to maybe just start working on composites. And it's like if you're quarantined at home and you're not able to get out you're not able to have access to models the way you can do this is bust out your gi joe and your barbie dolls or your lego figures you don't have to do it at a large scale and also to teach yourself lighting you don't have to do this on a large scale so honestly just using a single torch you know a battery operated torch and your either Lego or your GI Joe or your Barbie figures, whatever whatever works, you can set up a situation or your speed light as well. You can do it with that where, you know, if you understand lighting, then you want to work out how do I shoot composite images and just every day because you've got the time. There's only so much Netflix you can watch, Val. I don't know how much... 
How much can you possibly binge watch in a day? Be honest here. What's your record? Um, What's your record? 11, Be honest. 11 episodes. 11 episodes. Of House of Cards. Uh, okay. And in toilet breaks and food breaks? Or did you just go well, 11 hours? Is it that 11 hours? Well, yeah, the, the TV is, is near the kitchen, so you didn't really have to have a break. Okay. So <laughs> was that 11 hours, Val, in a day? Yeah. Okay, so assuming that there's eight hours of sleep in there, um, mm-hmm. so that's 19 hours, there's still five hours of practice there for photography okay. left, all right? <laughs> so even if you are at the Val level of binge watching, <laughs> that's ridiculous, by the way. Um, <laughs> that's obscene. <laughs> Even I guess Tiger. you weren't expecting that. No, I wasn't. Even Tiger's going, that's crazy. She's nuts. Um, so, yes, of course you're going to binge watch stuff. Why wouldn't you? If you're stuck at home, binge watch and, you, you know, you don't have to work. So, yeah, but you've still got time. So practice working on composites and working on backgrounds. Post them to the Facebook group. I'd love to see them. And if I can give you any pointers, I'd be happy to help. But this is the time and it's just that time to push through. You've got nothing to lose. And this is the best way that you can learn. It's just that baptism of fire. Just throw yourself in there and work out how to do these composites. And then you can take those skills out into the community and um, you know work on uh, picking up more corporate clients. And so when we come out of this, you'll come out of this not only as a specialist in what the original area that you worked with whether that was uh, weddings and then you might want to you know branch out and also have portraits and also have commercial clients as well and you will find that there's a spin-off that happens so the more clients that you've got to work with you will find that you might be doing a commercial shoot for a client who then goes mm-hmm. hey Dave do you do weddings <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'll do weddings. Yeah, because my sister's getting married. And suddenly, because you happen to be shooting a corporate shoot for someone, you'll actually get the spin-off where you'll get invited to do weddings as well. Because how it works, Val, is someone likes you, they're going to want you to do all their photography, right? Yes. So, and, and, and they don't know the difference between whether you're a product specialist or uh, a wedding specialist. So you can pick up all this extra work. So learning how to comp images together or, you know, upgrading those skills. And it might also be that you work on your headshot photography. So if you're stuck at home with your family, then uh, you can bribe your significant other, the teenagers, the baby, the dog, whoever, to just pose for you. And if you happen to live at home, then it's just a matter of like you can get Amazon to deliver a styrofoam head if you don't have one and work on your headshot skills. And so that might be work on your lighting style. So try all the different classic lighting styles. And there is an entire episode where I cover this, all the different classic lighting styles. So you can try beauty lighting, split lighting, loop lighting. And if you're new to lighting, then I encourage you to try this just using daylight. So can you create split lighting using daylight through the window? And then if you're stuck in your home for two weeks, you're really going to get so good at being able to read light. So you go, hey, the light coming in from my lounge room window in the afternoon is beautiful and directional. So, you know, if I put my uh, styrofoam head there right up next to the light at a certain time of the day, I get great split lighting. You'll get 
really good at, at focusing and uh, working out where the good light's coming from. So, um, and the other thing that you can practice as a freelancer during this time is upgrading your product skills. And uh, mm. that's something as a freelancer, if you want to um, keep some money coming in, if the, you know, the quarantines are stopping you from having um, contact with people, then products can still be continued to be shot because they could be delivered to your home or to your studio mm. if you have to isolate and you can still keep shooting that. And so if you're unable to get that work, you can still use this time to practice those skills and uh, just go and uh, uh, bake some muffins or make some toast <laughs> or get some apples and whatever you've got or get a uh, try photographing how you're going to photograph a bottle of wine um, and how mm. are you going to photograph. And then drink it. Yeah, and then drink it afterwards or drink it during because there's no rules when you're working from home, Val, so it's not like you have no to rules. stay sober through the day. So day drinking, go for your life. But at the same time, how do you photograph highly reflective surfaces? And then you can try and photograph pa different packaging, reflective packaging, and then you can have a go at photographing canned goods. But the idea is to, to get the hang of lighting these things. And again, you can try experimenting with daylight photography. You can also try experimenting with working with flash. And there is so much that you can do with a single speed light to light flash there is composite lighting um, using flash for products so you can use the one flash multiple exposures to photograph the background side light highlights and then you comp those images together so that's the kind of things that you want to start doing as a freelancer really focus on using this time and every time I've had a downturn Val in that 30 years that's exactly what mm. I've done so I taught myself uh, Lightroom in one of the downturns I actually taught myself how to comp an image and the first one I have to say was fairly rough but I persevered Val and I'm just like okay how can I improve on this what do I need to do and you can go back and start again because Time is such a valuable gift and we're always up against it where we've got so many things going on in just in life in general that this is um, almost a luxury to have all this time to experiment and do it this is. stuff. It really is. And it's, um, it is. And, and you, you know, you don't have to be any, anywhere. You're not driving anywhere. So you've got all this time to just make the most of it. So it's doing the photography and then taking it into Lightroom or Photoshop and seeing how far you can take it, you know. Um, the other thing, Val, I would recommend mm. as a freelancer is if you're not doing so already, start blogging. So by blogging, mm. I mean, um, and you can line these up and get them ready for when you're busy again. So you might want to start preparing all those blogs that you probably should have had on your website, like uh, information for clients that are coming to your website. Uh, one mm. thing that you might want to give them is if you're a headshot photographer, how do I prepare for my headshot session? And you might list mm. all the different things that they need to know when they're coming for their headshot session. Like, here's all the different colors that I need to wear. Here's all the colors I recommend. Here are the styles of clothes that I recommend. Here's the kind of jewelry that you should have. Here's what you should do about hair. Here's what you should do if you do it. Someone that does body shots for people, you know, that recommend that they wax two days before, you know, or listing all 
all those things. So the blog is actually valuable to your client. So you can work on structuring those kinds of things. And again, if you're working on this sort of stuff and you need help, post it in the Facebook group. There are so many of us in there that are keen to help. So uh, start working on that. If you're a wedding photographer, you might want to do a post about the best locations for weddings or um, have a game plan for brides about, you know, how to prepare for a wedding or the best shoes to wear for a wedding or, or, um, you know, what you need to prepare three months out, three weeks out, one week out. Any tips you can give that help your clients so when they're doing a search, they're going to end up at your website. Um, What to wear for a family portrait. There's another great idea for a blog. So you can just line all these up and, and work on. So if you like spend half an hour every day working on your writing and any tips on blogging, Val, that you want to share that people that are just starting out? Yeah. So if, um, with blogging, if I think that uh, Gina's advice is fantastic, but if you're kind of on the fence and you're thinking, oh, you know, I've got to commit to a blog, all that kind of stuff, then step one, I mean, so baby steps is that, um, do it on Instagram. The thing with photographers is that most photographers just put up their shot and maybe they put up, you know, the aperture and the lens they used and, you know, that sort of thing, Um, which is great in itself because a lot of photographers think that the picture should um, speak for itself. But if you bother to add some more words to that as and tell the story behind the image or tell the story of how you took the image um, rather than just the image itself saying, you know, Taj Mahal at sunset or something, Mm. Um, then uh, that's like mini blogging or or micro blogging. So if you're not yet ready to commit to or you haven't set up your own blog, although they're pretty easy to set up these days, then think of micro blogging on Instagram just as a way to get into the habit of it so that you um, have some practice before you move it over to to a a larger blog. Yeah. That would be my tip. And – I think a really good example of what to write under under an image is what Natalie Finney did for her award-winning uh, portrait. So she, she, so we just look at the portrait in itself, striking image, right? Mm. But it's what she writes about it. She personalises it. So it's her dad, That's age right. thirty-three, who's contemplating life. You know that Natalie's going home, and suddenly you just you you feel so connected to that image just by reading that. You know, it's got so much heart oh. in it. Yeah, I mean, so I, I 100% agree. And and if you ha- have an image that's personal to you, definitely do that. However, sometimes you take images that are not personal to you, like they might be of a flower or, you know, something that doesn't have that beautiful story about your dad and mm. all that kind of stuff. And that's perfectly fine as well. You can still show the image of the flower. So, for example, what I do with my artwork is that I will post, I might post an image of my artwork and describe what's in the artwork, but Almost always, if you read my Instagram, um, I will also say in other news and then I'll say something personal that's happening in my life because the whole point is for people to connect with you, um, you know, connect and resonate with what you have to say. And while they might think, yes, your artwork or your photography or your picture is, is nice, it's the stories about yourself that they're actually going to connect with. Yeah. So one of the things, the resounding things I heard from almost every single person, so I was very fortunate I had a successful art exhibition um, a couple of weeks ago and without a doubt almost every single person who bought something said, 
It's the story behind it that I love. Yeah. And so it really adds value if if you have a photo that isn't of your dad, maybe it's just of a flower or whatever, add to it by, by you know, and I don't even try and relate it to the picture. I just say, in other news, I'm watching the whole first season of Rush. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yours is Amazon always Prime. so lowbrow, Val, <laughs> like what you post. Thanks, and that's Gina. what people love about you because it's that combination because we know – you know, there's no doubt you're one of the, the smartest uh, people I know, okay? No doubt. But you're like, very kind. But there's also that part of you that is so pop culture driven <laughs> that it's just like surprising. But then it, it means that, you know, we have a way of connecting with you. And, and could, because otherwise it's just like... You know, you see a lot of artists who post their art and then they'll keep it so highbrow. It's like, oh, yes, it's like <laughs> this is the hibiscus, biz, 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 and they'll give it the whole botanical term. And then it's like, how does the average person connect with that? And so, but then suddenly, if that artist then shows a part of their personality, you also find that you get more engagement. Um, because often the comments are about something that you've said that is personal. Like, you know, we know I talk about my love of Nutella, my love of old people, my love of bikes, and, mm. you know, and then there's the, the people will engage with that and there's comments and it's like, oh, yes, I love Fiat 500s too or I love bikes or mm. I love watching reruns of Rush, you know. Well, you and- know what, Gina, it just occurred to me that even though that day I watched 11 episodes of House of Cards, mm. like consecutively, 11 in a row, yeah. um, in the last 24 hours, so maybe this counts, I had to spread it around because I had to go to sleep, um, <laughs> I've watched 14 episodes, no, 15 episodes of Rush. Wow. That's some yeah. um, Guinness Book Commitment. of Records stuff, Val. You, you are you are next level. I don't think anyone can beat your commitment to the love of television. And I think, you know, if there was an, an industry award, you'd probably win it. So well done. Yeah. yeah, so it's little things like that. And 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 please, please, please. And I see this all the time in all the different Facebook groups that I'm in where, you know, a photographer will just post the image and say nothing yeah. and then yeah. they wonder why there's crickets you know mm. there's no no reaction to the shot because it's just like dump and run you know mm. say something it doesn't matter what but and it doesn't matter how clunky it is don't worry you don't need to be the next name insert name of top writer here you don't you can write mm. how you speak just read my newsletter if you <laughs> you know i write how i speak and it's perfectly fine. Just get 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 the emotion across in the shot, and just just talk about it. And you're going to find that your engagement goes through the roof when you do that. So some good tips, um, as well uh, for the for the freelancers. Um, you know, this might be a good time to chip in and uh, just uh, g- just get you out of uh, thinking about when, when the work is coming and uh, chip in and do some charity work, which is a mm. fantastic way to connect with CEOs of other companies. I cannot stress enough how great, A, 
how good for the soul it is to um and it just gets you out of thinking about you and your situation but when you start helping others you're going to be put in front of uh, you know uh, people who work on the boards of charities are also running their own businesses so you know that is a great way for you to uh, demonstrate your skills to ceos from other companies and i have met uh, made so many amazing connections that's how i got my gig you know 15 year gig at the races i got a, a huge book deal out of it all from doing charity work i didn't go into it for that reason it was just the happy accident that that was the um the upside of doing that work so i think mm. uh that is a great idea and it'll keep you um in work as well and uh just while we're waiting for uh you know for the for the next little while 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 things are like this so so there's some tips for um you know the freelancers and for everyone else who does have a, a corporate sponsor this is a great time to lift your photography game so you know like, and by corporate sponsor G, in case you're new to this podcast Gina means your day job yes yeah, your day job so suddenly you'll be working from home now you probably still need to do work but here's the thing if you take out that three hour or that two hour commute you've got that extra time now and you don't have to take the kids to soccer anymore and there's all those activities Activities that you can't do so you do have that extra time so Lightroom it's just a matter I know it's so overwhelming and I am happy to answer any questions if you are a little bit confused and hopefully I'll get some um, uh, some videos posted for you guys but just make a start open up a file in Lightroom um, like I'm, I'm giving away uh, presets every every other week with yeah. a newsletter so go and download uh, my free presets try play around with those as a start put those put one of those on your find one that you like and then go to the sliders and see exactly what I've done and then start pushing the sliders around. So you'll see that I've probably lifted the shadow slider, the back, the black slider, see what happens. What happens if I move this slider the other way? What happens if I move this slider? The It's like, it's not rocket science. It doesn't need to be um, anything technical to this, but just have a look and have a play around. And you might find that you discover uh, in doing this, your own style of using presets. And just by looking and, and seeing, and even in Lightroom, you get like hundreds of presets already uh, loaded that, 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 uh, Adobe give you when you when you start with Lightroom so you've got all these presets already have a play don't be afraid to apply them it, it's not permanent you can take them off but just see what happens and then get into the basic module and play around with the adjustment brush play around with all the different tools and just see what happens and you will find that you can learn Lightroom very very quickly and this is the perfect perfect time to do it because you've got the time to just sit there quietly and do it right another thing for those with the corporate sponsor who find themselves you know quarantined for the next couple of weeks this is a great time to organize your files and think about how you name and sort your files. So it might be a time to get yourself a hard drive and back up and organize the folders and set up a naming protocol. Now there's a podcast called Workflow Just Got Sexy that we put out um, a little while back. But if you dig that out and have a listen to it, it uh, lists my protocol for naming files and how to store files and how to do something. Now, 
this not as sexy as 11 hours of watching reruns on Netflix, Val, but one of those <laughs> one of those jobs like washing windows, which is another thing that you should be doing during this time, Val, washing your windows because yes. that's another thing that you put off. So, uh, okay. so you could, you know, wash windows and then go back and do a, do a bit of uh, file organizing. It's not that sexy a job, but it's necessary and if you get this lockdown now, then moving forward, your files are going to be so easy to find and you'll have this whole protocol, you'll have all your hashtags set up for Lightroom so when uh, Jan from account says hey Dave you know that photo you took of me in 2016 do you think I could have a copy of that you're not going to have the fear of God put into you because you have no idea where it is because you've left it named 7j47 slash 2 dot you know jpeg which is how the camera names the files you've actually got Jan from accounts 16 you know dot jpeg on the on the file on on your desktop you can find it easily so organizing the files again this is a great time same for the free as the freelancers are doing bust out i've also got a um ninja turtle as well on my desk that i use to practice lighting on ninja turtles lego is fantastic fake lego called fego is really good and uh so trust you to have fego the 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 Barbie dolls as well. Uh, any of those superhero have you got dolls? Fake Barbie dolls. I don't have Barbie oh, I dolls. Think. I actually am opposed to Barbie dolls because she's anatomically incorrect. I don't oh, like her. God. It's wrong. But any the reason I look for the superhero dolls is because generally they're like they are um, naked from the waist up, and they have. <laughs> They have muscles and it's not a pervy Mm. thing, Val. It's about because you can actually see what the light is doing and how it reflects off certain areas and creates shadows on certain areas. So it's a great way. Using those is a great way to learn Mm. lighting. So using those or the styrofoam head, you can really learn to shoot in daylight. So a couple of things you can do. You can start to really... um, work out how to shoot with flash on camera using these uh, th- these figures. So you can put them outside. If you have a balcony, if you're not allowed to go outside, then do it off the balcony. If you don't have a balcony, then up against a window somewhere and try working on setting your base exposure and then adding fill flash and uh, learning how to control the power, the output of your fill flash so that you can balance Uh, daylight with fill flash and then if you have some gels kicking around you can practice using uh, gels on these superheroes so you can do that using uh, continuous lighting to start with uh, by putting gels on your lights and having a play around and again post your superhero shots to the Facebook group and uh, you know it's not about creating these amazing images it's about getting the skills down and practicing those skills so i will applaud anyone who 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 shares these images you know i'm not looking for you know super babes in in bikinis or you know the 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 amazing looking models at this point i want to see that you are understanding and that you have those skills so uh stuff like that you can spend all day playing with and you'll get into it and then 
the two weeks will go, you know, like that. And then you'll go, can we have another quarantine so I can keep learning this stuff? Yeah. You know, so, so start with daylight, make it easy on yourself and start seeing if you can recreate all those lighting styles using daylight, then move up to just not, not four flashes, single flash and this is what we do in the goal community i banned everyone from using more than one flash because it's confusing when you're starting out so it's really important that you just use one light to start with and before you introduce flash make sure that you've got a complete understanding of how daylight works and then add flash um so you can then, if you, you, you want to go from superhero, then I'm sure uh, there'll be a point where your partner, kids, pets will also want to be involved. So you can start doing um, family portraits uh, to practice. Another thing you want to practice is maybe uh, get, get the kids or the pets to run around the house and practice mm. shifting focus. So tracking focus mm. so you can get them to, uh, if you have a corridor in your house, all right, I want everyone just to run towards me as fast as you can and see if you can <laughs> A, get the exposure and nail the focus at the same right. time while they're running towards you and then get them to run around the kitchen. Okay, for the next five minutes, everyone's got to run as fast as possible. You could make it into like, you know, musical chairs. So while the music's playing, everyone mm. run, 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 and you're photographing the whole thing and then you'll stop the music so everyone's got to freeze, but you're getting to practice your focus tracking and your exposure on the fly. So that's another thing you can do uh, doing that. Um, or just take photos, uh, cute photos of your pets anyway, and I'll judge and pick the winner. The cutest pet photo. Yeah. Yes. So, and a photo every day. Uh, you can also do a, a, a day in a life of a quarantine day, you know. So <laughs> yeah. day in a life. And, you know, uh, we, we laugh, but, you know, this is the first time in history that something like this has happened where the entire world are going through the same thing at the same time. So, you know, this is history in the making. So this is something that you want to share with your grandkids. This is when, you know, in in this day, in this time, we were all quarantined. Oh, you were not? Well, here's the photos and you, you, you'll you have some great ones. Um, or you might want to use this time to practice shooting day in your life projects, which is then, again, a skill that you can practice on your own family. Just, just to be clear to everybody who's not, who, who is wondering, Australia hasn't been quarantined, just no. so you know. No, but who knows in seven days' some, time. Yes, But, right. you know, mm-hmm. so, um, but you can practice uh, a day in the life project as well that you can uh, photograph your family uh, from morning till evening and that, that's going to teach you how to see and read light and just make it easy on yourself. The first day you might want to shoot just daylight and high ISO so this is a good way to test out what your camera is capable of so you might want to have one day where okay I'm going to shoot everything at 400 ISO so I'm going to shoot with a slower shutter speed to make sure I get that and I want to shoot uh, high contrast images so I'm exposing um, for highlights and uh, I'll let the blacks crunch and then you might want to have another day where you go all right I want to expose for the for the blacks. I want to get details in the blacks this time and um, have a look at the difference and then really do a, do, do, do a shoot where you crank up the, highest, the ISO to the maximum and have a look what happens. This is a great way to experiment and really see exactly what your camera is capable of because you shoot, upload your photos, 
to your laptop or your computer, have a good look, see how noisy they are. Because you may have been avoiding shooting at, you know, 10,000 ISO thinking that it's going to be kaka. And then you actually do it and you go, you know what? It's not that bad. Mm. I actually really like it. That just is because, so true. Just because everyone said don't shoot at 10,000 ISO. Yeah. That, but that's probably information from, you know, 2005 that you've been given yep. and no one's bothered to yep. update it. So test it out on your camera for yourself. And also, what can you handhold your camera? What shutter speed can you accurately handheld? Now, if you listen to me, I'm going to constantly mm. say don't handhold under a 60th of a second because I'm shaky. <laughs> mm. I drink too much coffee. I cannot handhold <laughs> under a 60th. You might be able to accurately handhold at a 30th of a second or a 15th of a second and not have a problem. Try it. Test yeah. it out and see what happens. Yeah. This is such a beautiful time to experiment because you've got such nothing to lose. Another one that mm. you might want to have a crack at. I've been experimenting with these for a little while now. Cinemagraphs. I actually believe that they are the next big thing in advertising. Why not set yourself up so you're able to provide this as value adding to your clients? Now, cinemagraphs mm. are where you combine still images with moving images. And Val, I'm not sure if you've seen, and a lot of the Australian listeners will probably have seen, there's an ad campaign by the Australian Navy on TV at the moment where they're using cinemagraphs. So you'll see maybe... There is a, a naval officer standing in front of a ship. The ship's got a helicopter on it. He's, it's all frozen, except the helicopter right. blades are turning. Oh. Right? Or there, there okay. is the whole series of shots, and they're so dynamic. And, the, and the, the thing is that, like, we know that with social media that a moving, uh, like a movie image is going to get more engagement now than a still image because there's so many millions of uh, billions of still images being uploaded. So what we're yes. seeing is that the trend now is going moving towards um, cinemagraphs. And, you know, it can be as simple as you might have a, you know, composite image that you've created where you've got your, uh, you know, the five people that you've photographed, your five superheroes, and there might be a city background behind them and there might be clouds. The clouds are moving. So, so what yeah. you're doing is you're combining. So when you're shooting that, um, you're combining moving images of clouds as the background. So the clouds are moving and everything else is static. And where it works best is where you've got a dynamic image that is obvious that it's been frozen, but then there is a tiny element that's moving. So it might be that you've got, uh, you might want to film um, some, say someone that's flicking the, 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 the hair is moving. All right, it's being flicked, mm -hmm. and then and then you'll freeze a part of that, and then just that the, a certain part of the hair is moving, or there might be just one earring that is moving. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, it's good. So I think you've already covered um, blogging, yep, and then and also lifting your inst Instagram yep. game. Yep. So the other one is self portraits. Yes. Do self portraits. Yeah. So you could do a series of self portraits every day, uh, and that could be mm. where you light with daylight, or you might want to experiment with flash, and uh, that's what a lot of the Goldies did uh, as part of their lighting uh, education this year, where they just said all right, I'm just can't, 
sick of bothering my significant other or you know the the kids the teenagers have all got that same face which I actually love Mm. I encourage people to post photos of their teenagers you know with teenage face mum right this is embarrassing Mm. I don't want to be here I'm only doing it because you've threatened to to shut down the internet if I don't do it so they've all got the same look on on their face which is hilarious but you can just do a self-portrait um, and you can learn so much because, again, what you want to avoid is having the pressure on you when you're trying to shoot these images where someone is standing in front of you going, have you finished? I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Take the shot. So take the pressure off and, and use – that's why I encourage you to use the Lego or the Styrofoam head or or yourself. So you can do a mm-hmm. whole series of self-portraits and, again, then take those images in the, in the you know into – Photoshop and teach yourself how to retouch skin, do it on yourself. And then when you come out of it, you're going to have amazing social media images and uh, and the rest of it yeah. that you can use everywhere. And your Facebook feed is just going to be filled with hot images of yourself. <laughs> you know, so, so much, so much positive stuff that can come out of this time. So get out there and, uh, you know, mm. please, um, you know, take the education up a notch and um, practice your skills and do those drills uh, so that when we come out of this, you are ready to tackle bigger and better things. Love it. Fantastic. That was awesome, Gina. So um, that um, so good luck, everyone, and make sure that you um, invest in your learning, invest in your um, commitment to photography, and do some of the things that are on this list. If you've forgotten some of them, we'll put the put them all in the show notes, of course, which you can find at ginamilitia.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-I-A. So... Where do we find you online, Gina? You can find me at Gina, <laughs> Gina Militia, yeah, G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A, at Gina Militia on all social media. And uh, if you want help taking your photography to the next level, then um, I'm in the Gold community. You can check out check that out at ginamilitia.com and just click on join the community. What about you, Val? You'll find me at Valerie Koo, that's K-H-O-O, on Twitter and Instagram and over at ValerieKoo.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit GinaMilitia.com.